Today, I'm here with Jacob Eby. He's a DJ. He's been my friend for a very long, long time, ridiculously long time. I think I've known him the longest out of all my friends, I think. And he's helped me do my audio on several episodes. First off, I'm not a DJ. Producer. There's a difference. <laughs> you're, you're, what, yeah. what are you? What, what's the difference? So... <sighs> DJing is a lot different than producing music. I make music. DJing is just playing music, you know? Anyone who plays a song for a crowd, literally if it's on your iPod, you're you're a DJ. That's a DJ. A music producer produces original music and yeah, it's different. But I do I have DJed before. Producer. Big difference. So my Big audio producer, yeah. Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> We just say that makes it sound a lot more like big than we actually are. Um, no, yeah, it does. Huge. I have an audio producer. <laughs> there you go. Big time stuff. Um, that is. So we're going to talk about a, a series of things in different episodes, management, music, and spirituality. Well, Jacob works on getting music and stuff. Today, we're going to talk about spirituality. We had a good conversation about this yesterday. I think maybe it'd be good to start off, which is sort of a difficult question to start off with. But since we're talking to an audience about this, maybe it's good to define what we consider to be spirituality to begin with. Spirituality for me is being able to find peace within yourself and within the world around you when so much is going on and everything seems so crazy and you can feel so lost. It's it's being able to kind of give yourself up to a higher power, whatever it may be to you, whether that's, you know, a God, whether that's multiple gods, whether it's, you know, whatever. And just being able to kind of like find peace within that and to be able to tell yourself, you know, there there's going to be mystery. There's going to be things in life that we won't understand and be able to grasp and everything. There's also this sense of being able to connect with the world and getting, you know, having a relationship with everything around you in a sense that, it's not definite. It's not, it's, it's something you can't explain really. That's what it is to me anyway. Yeah. I, I think uh, to me, spirituality in, embodies, I think meaning in, in a big sense, like meaning and values, I think are, yeah. are spiritual things. They're not physical things and they're not really, I think spirituality can be like experiences, but experiences that, that definitely embody, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Value. Yeah. They can be, it can be experiences, it can be values, it can be, like, what you think is important. And, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of different people that, you know, live their life in certain ways. There's some people that, you know, are against, you know, eating animals and they, whatever, they're vegan or vegetarian. There's people that, you know, they believe in God and they will devote their life to him. They won't do certain things because they you know, value their relationship with him a lot more than what the world has to offer. And, you know, there's so many different things, but I think at the end of the day, it's all kind of connected, you know, and just having the ability to be able to have something to lean on and have it support you, I think is what is so amazing about having spirituality and being able to feel this connection with everything around you. I feel like spirituality gets kind of a bad rap. For example, me in in particular. In fact, even up until like when we talked yesterday, 
I kind of had this kind of pessimistic sort of like a, a negative view of spirituality because every time I picture the word, I picture hippies, fortune tellers and zodiac symbols, people talking about like your destiny. And I imagine people that use like magic rocks and try to make like money. It, well, I mean, yeah, not, not that I, I'm trying to like down anybody that lives that kind of a lifestyle. To me, it was like I saw spirituality as some thing that was like almost a like I, I kind of feel like there's a cultural thing where, where spirituality is associated with being not religious but not really being atheist if you know what I mean like not having necessarily yeah a, a religion but being like somebody that does meditation and somebody that does but there there's a wide uh, range of applications to it but that, I think that's kind of why or something that I've kind of seen is that spirituality kind of has a divisive connotation sometimes to it not that anything doesn't yeah yeah i know there's a lot of like people that will not open their hearts to some sort of spirituality and religion because i don't know everyone has different mindsets some of them you know thinking oh i don't need it i'm you know independent and strong by myself other people are like you know it's the government trying to control you like there is so many conspiracies and so many i think there's a lot of bad talk on religion and spirituality because there's a lot of people that handle it really poorly when they try to convey their thoughts and emotions and in those topics. You'll have Christians who, you know, are like, oh, don't judge one another and just love each other. And then, but they're judging people. They're, you know, they're acting like they're more, you know, they're, that, they're, that they're better than other people for certain reasons, you know, whether it's homosexuality or like sex before marriage and stuff but that's not the true definition of being christian the true definition of being christian is to just you know love each other and i just kind of always tell myself to treat anybody like i would want to be treated like you know that's the golden rule you learn when you're a kid and it's something that i just take to heart you know with everyone like you know even if it's someone who's super hard to work with or they're, they're toxic or whatever like i'm still like i i ne i'm never disrespectful to anybody i never like you know would say anything rude to someone's face like you know i just treat people the way i want to be treated and i feel like a lot of people kind of are self-centered in some ways to the point where it's, they they can't let go of their ego that's what is the problem with a lot of things in the world is this aspect of humanity a lot of people can't ignore and they can't push aside and say you know i'm not going to be better than you because we're all equal if that makes sense yeah and i think something we do with with judgment is there is the philosophy that that is very popular now that i, I don't really agree with because i think it's it's self-defeating of uh, subjective morality and kind of a, and trying to work myself out into trying not to judge is a very difficult thing because if we're trying to improve ourselves there has to be something to improve if there's a right lifestyle that means that we're we're disagreeing with somebody else's in, in seeing it as not beneficial sometimes just for us but also also not just for us because that's the, the reason that we we try to convince people to do certain things and not other things because we are trying to uphold our values. And so something I have difficulty with is figuring out how, how I'm supposed to live a life where I'm not being judgmental or what that looks like and not being judgmental. And I, I don't know if you've had that, that kind of an issue or, or what your thoughts are on that. So growing up in a very Christian home, there's certain things you were kind of just 
told, this is bad. There's no way around it. It's just bad. But growing up and having my own, you know, mindset and having my own values, I have tried really hard to to just be as spiritual as I can, to to really be the best person I can be. Self-growth is super important to me. And kind of looking at a lot of things one day, I kind of realized, you know, it's, that's kind of messed up to just, you know, judge someone like that just because of this. You know, they're human too. You need to love them and respect them and treat them like any other. And, you know, there's so many gray areas and, and everything that there is because we're humans and humans are made to be imperfect. So there's no way around it. It's really hard. I feel like growing up being told certain things, you know, you get, I don't know, a lot of people just kind of, I think, get into that mindset and they don't see anything wrong with it. They're just because, oh, this is how I was raised to think, like nothing's weird about it. I think being able to have your own mindset and even go away from everything that you've been taught, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's very much a good thing to have certain values and things that you uphold from birth that you were taught that are good and positive for your well-being and spirituality. I think the ability to be able to be open-minded, really try to think of what is best for you as a person, what is best for other people, and what is best for the world is something that is absolutely essential for having this inner peace, for having this, you know, positivity all around you. And I think that's why, you know, like we were talking about yesterday, why a lot of people get lost in life and stuff is because it's how you handle things. It's how you look at things. People, I don't know, people need to grow. They need to accept that they are going to be imperfect no matter what. And they need to embrace that. Trying too hard to be perfect, trying too hard to, you know, do this, I think is ultimately what always leads to my downfall in mistakes in life is you try too hard and then boom, you fall to the ground and hit your face. I think yeah. being able to tell myself, I'm going to be imperfect no matter what I do. And no matter what I do, you know, I'm going to make this mistake, but I'm going to try with my best intention. And that's all I can do, you know? Yeah, I think we were talking that yesterday, how I, even with this podcast, how trying to manage everything and, and get it uh, scheduled just the right way. Like I'd fill up an Excel sheet of things that I wanted to do of over kind of not giving myself almost space to breathe because you know, here's the thing. I am a very forgetful kind of person, even with a schedule. If I'm just setting myself up to the max, it can be very overwhelming because I know and I'm looking at all these things that I've set out for myself to do, but not accomplish. And I'm not saying not to set goals because I think it's very important to set goals and to push yourself. Yeah. But yeah, signing up for a full load of classes when I've been like, it's not been a year, but it's been over six months since I've been um it's been basically nine months since i was in college last you know my thought process was okay well i just got to get back into it and i think i need to give myself the ability to grow something i wanted to bring up was we talked about judgment but you you brought up something that was very interesting and i think something that we you should probably explain because you brought it up which was that you said we were made to be not perfect I think I feel like in, in contemporary society, it's very controversial to talk about what we actually think. I know personally myself, I always felt like it was you have it coming if you're going to to speak publicly about the beliefs that you have, because you know that people don't agree with them. And though we mm -hmm. live in a country with freedom of speech and 
and freedom of religion, that doesn't mean that they're going to be valued or respected uh, in any way. But I, I think a part of um, a part of being true to ourselves is uh, that we we pay the price for for speaking our own beliefs, our own thing that we believe to be true, because the if you want to call it the suffering or whatever we have to pay, meaning the social disgrace or the getting made fun of or bullied or fired or anything like that, any horrible thing that people do in retaliation for us speaking our beliefs, it, it's worth it. And I know you're very much like, I believe that. And you've always been very open about that. What do you mean by, but as far as the spirituality thing, I, I think I don't, I don't care. I think that it's actually important that that is talked about. And it frustrates me that it's not talked about more. I think if it's talked about respectfully, then, yeah, you know, you know, even if companies don't like it, I'd rather, I'd rather not work with a company that wouldn't, you know, would kind of try to refrain my speech from being, like, mm -hmm. I'd rather be like, homeless than, than have a, a company that is actively trying to, like, censor, like, I get the point that they don't want to drive away other customers. Uh, I just, it's funny, like, I don't mean to, you know, um, I don't mean to play any fingers, but the restaurant I worked at, poof. Yeah, there was a lot of conformity there. And, you know, it was, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't do it. Oh, oh uh, spiritually? No, I just mean like, so, okay, this is a, a topic we can talk about. I feel like the idea of conformity prohibits the ability to have spirituality and individual mindset grow you know um it's funny you see a lot of that in movies and stuff and everything seems to be more prominent about it like literally last night my dad and i were watching a show it's called mr robot i've never heard of it actually i've heard of it before but i never like watched it or anything until last night essentially what it's about is a group of hackers kind of trying to overthrow this corporation because it's all monopolized and it's growing and expanding and you know in movies and books and stuff you know big company plus expansion equals conformity and you know less human rights it's interesting that it's becoming a very wide and open topic you see it more and more but it almost still feels like people are not doing anything about it, you know? They're not trying to actively partake in politics. They're not actively trying to... I mean, well, I guess they are <laughs> right now, you yeah. know, with Black Lives Matter and everything. But I'm just talking about, like, yeah, with more along the lines the, of... The companies will sponsor, like, certain movements, and then after a certain period of time, you won't see them sponsor it anymore, and then it'll just kind of go away. Not just that, but it's just like the whole idea of, I mean, come on, it, it's plain as day. There's, you know, 1% of the world that runs the world. They just have all this money and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, it just, it almost feels like it's becoming more and more obvious that they have this much power, but yet no one's doing anything about it, you know? And I just think that's interesting. 
Yeah, I think it's a really big thing because we want to be successful and we want to make money. But that's one of the things that's scary because I, you, you reminded me earlier when you talked about other countries and how people don't have a right to say something, it feels like unless we really fight for it and meaning not physically, but even if it leads to a life of suffering for, for being censored, what you really want to say, I think being able to say what you think is is too important when when you really value something or, or you have lots of values in every single one of them throughout your life you want to be open about them you have to contend with the big i want to call it the big hand or like the big heavy hammer that kind of smacks down on you with youtube copy strikes you know what i mean where it's they demonetize stuff yeah where advertisers won't be on certain things because they don't want to support people that are having views that are that contend with other people. They don't want they want their audience to be as large as possible. And part of the thing that I respect about a company is if they're they'll advertise on on channels that they disagree with. I don't know, but 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 do you get what I'm saying? Where where it's like what you do, you do music and art, but you're not going to stop. If somebody asks you what your religion is or your spirituality, you're not going to deny it. And yeah you know, maybe certain advertisers wouldn't like to work with somebody that publicly identifies with having a certain spirituality. For sure. But we're still going to do it anyways. And it's not like we don't want to make money, but we value honesty and, and speaking on integrity our and just the yeah. ability to, the ability to say, this is who I am and I'm going to be who I am regardless of what anyone else thinks. And I think that's also another Another point of, of spirituality and being able to find inner peace is I notice a lot with a lot of people that, you know, are, is in my life and um, they focus so much on what other people think. Yeah. And I'm just like, you will not be happy that way. If you are so worried about what people think about you, you're, you're always going to try to please them. And because of that, you're not taking any time for yourself and being able to take time for yourself trying to focus on self-improvement or you're focusing on yourself so you can grow or you're focusing on yourself so you can find peace. You like space and you like science. And I think something that can make this podcast a little, a little bit interesting is a lot of your music is heavily based on uh, spiritual experience, not like drugs yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> people often associate that with creativity, I think. And I think that yeah, kind of shows the lack of creativity in the world is that people think you need to do drugs to be creative because it's like people have asked me all, all the time when I was doing drawing and stuff is like, uh, were you on drugs when you made that? And it's sort of oh. like, it's like, no, I'm just like this all the time, <laughs> which is, doesn't ease their concern, but you do, uh, it's heavily based on spirituality, but it's also based on, on space, space exploration and science. And I think that's something that both of us can kind of identify with, even though, you know, you're, really into space and music and stuff and i'm into psychology and the, the mental side of things and i do like space but i focus more on like psychology and but particularly like neurons and stuff we both care about science and not necessarily in the sense that we do the testing process but we we enjoy observing things that are are scientific and and yet we we're both heavily spiritual and yeah how is um how does spirituality manifests itself in i want to say your music but i don't want to just i guess i could cut it out and put it a part of the music but it could be just part of this too 
uh, your interest in music and your interest in space and just the things that you're interested in? But my music, I guess. So my my best way of explaining anything when I attempt to explain things is to explain at the foundation. I, I feel like if you know the foundation of something, you're going to understand it a lot more better. And yeah, the foundation of my music is kind of my spirituality. My, my foundation of music is my love of things like space. Like, that's why I'm working on that EP right now. You know, um, every song on it is a different aspect of what I like. I have a song that's space-oriented. It sounds like space, you know, it sounds like thrusters. It sounds like little UFOs or something. And I don't know, just weird things that I really like. And then I have this, I don't know if you've heard any of these, but there's a song I made that's not really a song, but it sounds like nature. Like it's literally oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's 100% like, you know, synthesized and unorganic, but it's still... You know, sounds like nature. There's birds, there's rain, there's even like if you listen closely with headphones, like I really took the time on making this song. You can listen on actual raindrops falling on the ground. But you, and you made can the, like you can, with synthesizers? I made the whole song with one synthesizer, dude. Like wow. it was crazy. That is yeah. crazy. Because I, I thought it was like you took recordings and you did synthesizing. I didn't know that it was No, no, that's all a hundred percent made synthetically so yeah i really like stuff like that and i like so i like the idea of making things creating things that's my kind of mindset and basis of art is i love to create something from nothing and um that's why i'm working on the ep uh with only one synthesizer so all these four songs it's literally made with, with the same thing like i haven't used anything different really as a sound source it's just that and one song is kind of computer sounding because I like computers. I like making things. And then the last song is like, you know, about the ocean and you can hear. I don't know if you've heard that one either. I have like an underwater uh, kind of song where you can hear like the underwater like recordings of it. And then you hear like dolphins and then you hear whales. And then I have like, it's really cool. I really love it. It's like my favorite song I've ever made. It's all made abstract because my train of thought is always seems to be abstract i like abstract things because everyone looks at everything differently you know and that's why i love making art abstract making music abstract because no one's gonna take the same thing from that song from that piece of art everyone's gonna see something different and the ability to make an art piece that allows so much difference in you know what people see in it it creates almost like a different piece of art in itself, you know? Yeah, I, I think something about it is I really like is, in a way, the music is really alive in itself. Uh, and the reason yeah. why I, I kind of say that is because I, I say that metaphorically, but also kind of genuinely in the sense that our minds are like wired by electricity uh, like like that's what the neurological synapses are that's why uh people thought it was possible that you could make robots like yeah have feelings and and be you know the the creepy stuff that makes me cringe a little bit not trying to say that about your music so <laughs> what are you saying yeah. you're doing all this electronically and that's and i think it's very often the case that people hate technology because they feel like they're separating themselves from nature. But if you can transcend 
the walls that you're in, you can recognize there is nature in technology. Yeah, for sure. And in music. And I think people don't never talk about that. It's like totally two separate things. But part of what we're doing is part of what I've always done. And I've never talked to you like we've never talked about these indigenous kind of philosophy, which I think is really weird since we've been friends for so long, but I haven't really talked about with anyone. The computer that I have, and this is kind of dark and cryptic, but I recognize that the technology that I have and the things that I have are a result of somebody getting those things and that all of them are from materials of like the planet. Yeah. They come with sacrifice and suffering and emptiness. Like this was probably mined by somebody that was in, in the Congo because there's certain metals that are required that are only in certain places on the planet. Yeah, for sure. My laptop was a result of me paying someone that actually paid off a miner or something, like some slave worker. And that's a horrible thing. And it seems like I can take something bad and I can make something good with it. And I think that's part of what I do with, that's what I try to do with this podcast. And I think that's what you do with your music is you take a scenario in life that seems absolutely awful and you create something with it from the earth. You transcend what seems to be a, a, a horrible business practice process to create something called a computer with you know a corrupt industry and, and corporations and then we make we make meaning out, out of it or i don't know if we make meaning but we find meaning and we we provide meaning to people around and we we make life better for ourselves yeah. and the people that want to listen to our content and we put our hearts into it yeah it, it's it's hard to kind of grasp all that sometimes because when people yeah, do lot. something that when something bad happens to someone and you're just like, man, I, I feel bad and stuff. But ultimately, you know, you can't control other people. And that's something I, I really learned with uh, certain people in my life. Like you can't control them as much as you try to help them. Like, and I'm not even saying like controlling in a bad way, but like, you know, with the idea of like suicide and stuff, like if someone wants to kill themselves, yeah. they're going to do it. Like, yeah. you know, you cannot stop them. And, you can't change them. And and I think, and by the way, so, we, we provide support and we give support, but it, it is ultimately that you can't hold yourself responsible for somebody else's actions. Yeah, and you can only control, you know, yourself. That's where it kind of comes into where it's like, yeah, it may suck, you know, what came into building this computer, but you're going to do everything you can in your best ability to give back to the world in a positive way. Yeah, you try to find a way that you can... And and I think that's something that we do with the knowledge that we have is we can try to figure out a way that we could somehow benefit and empower other people. Like th this is something I would argue that uh, in order to have a job in our, our country, you need to have a computer or, or like a cell yeah. phone. That's basically essential at this point because you have to call people to have a job and to be able to feed yourself. And, yeah. you know, this was an investment. Everyone applies online now. Yeah, I didn't just like like buy this because I wanted someone in Africa or, or someone in an impoverished country to mine a rare mineral for no money. And, and, and you know, I don't know, maybe that, that didn't happen. But like in, in the worst case scenario, uh, yeah. it's not the reason why we do it. We do it because we need to, we need to survive in a, a world where this is kind of essential now to survive. 
what we can do is we can do more than that is we don't only just survive with these things we also utilize them sources to make something out of nothing which i think is the whole the whole thing of whatever creation anyone with a religion or spirituality or, or interest in mythology knows about is in so many stories it's about making something out of nothing and, and with mm-hmm. us in christianity and you know me and just believing in native spirituality both of them have one creator and and the essence is that yeah there, there was nothing and it probably was it probably sucked it was probably lonely and 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 dumb and it seems like there's there's literally nothing there was no music that you made and yet uh like there was nothing there and you but you find a reason just to to produce and i guess it's different because we do have things that we reference but you know what i'm saying where there was an absence of something you create something and that process of creation is so meaningful and i think when we talk about the idea of being made in the image of god that's our creative process is a part of that i don't know if you agree with that or not we were made to create is something that I truly believe with the minds that we do is to be that even if we're going to talk about the, the sense of, of people saying like we, we evolved, we, and in the world's, the universe is billions of years old, which, like, which I believe that God made us to, to go through all of this, all of our life, you know, have a very long childhood to become intelligent and creative to manifest meaning. I want to say like the meaning of and love of God into what we do, the people around us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think to agree with that. We, we definitely, you know, I, I think you have probably disagreements on things. I think everybody does like every Christian would yeah. person in spirituality, like anyone that I have a conversation with, I used to have, do you remember when I had the club called the perception party? Yeah. That was something that was entirely what that was about, was about valuing people's differences and their perspectives. And we got a panel of people of all these different religions and we were able to be respectful and we were totally a cool club. And I think a world where these things are not allowed to be talked about. I was part of a religious and, and political club, not religious, but like spiritual, understanding people's different perspectives in life. And I think in things like music and in these dialogues, that kind of bridges the gap between all of our differences. 